Hey guys, it's Nigel, the movie guy, coming at you live and direct. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon here, and I just finished watching All the Money in the World, which came out in 2017, and it's an mm, hour and a half, I guess, 60, 120, two, a little over two hours and 12 minutes long. Uh, the director is Ridley Scott. Um, the cast includes Michelle Williams, Christopher Plummer, Mark Wahlberg, Romain Dury, Ch uh, Charlie Plummer, uh, Charlie Shotwell, Timothy Hutton, and Andrew Buchan. And the story is about the kidnapping of the 16-year-old Jean-Paul Gay III and the, and the desperate attempt by his devoted mother to convince his billionaire grandfather Jean-Paul Gay to pay the ransom. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to say, like, just to start this off. So he's kidnapped off the streets of Rome back in 1973. And you hear the narration of, I guess, John Paul, John Paul Getty III, uh, him narrating the story uh, from his perspective. And his grandson, Paul... Uh, reacts to, I guess, what's happening to him. Because you see him wandering the streets of Rome and then this van pulls up beside him and he goes right up to it because they call him Paolo, because that's his name in Italian. And then they grab him and they take him. Um, so it's... I guess they have flashbacks. Um, of course, when when... Paul was a young child, a young boy, and he seems to be adored by his grandfather, John Paul Getty, the, um, I guess, the richest man in the world at that time that had ever lived. And because he's an oil magnet, you know, he was the first one to get the oil out of Saudi Arabia back in 1948. And 10 years later, he created the first super tanker. And his stories can probably be told um, it's on Google. He can read about it or read the books or or find out all you can about Jean-Paul Jean uh, Getty. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a sad film for me um, because, like, you know, you see his mom or Jean-Paul um, or Paul's mom um, with, with his dad and... He's, it's a great family, like, you know, they live humbly because I guess his dad, John Paul, Get, Paul Getty II, he's, he lives a humble life. He's, he really drinks too much. He's not in the business with his dad. His dad probably was very um, neglectful of him growing up. He wasn't there, you know, because he wanted to make his money and power and get to the standards of, of I guess, class in life that he wanted so he wasn't really there as a father um i guess i can relate to that because my father wasn't around either but he wasn't an oil magnet or a businessman like that so but i can understand where the neglect came from um so and although he was still with his family he wasn't really there um, as a dad himself because he was a drunk i mean, not a drunk but he drank a lot so I don't know if he would be classified as an alcoholic. 
Um, but um, yeah, so it's it's sad that you know um, he the the father the second I guess in the in the line was so um, neglectful of his dad, or his dad neglected him, um, and then he ended up being a junkie. Like he ended up in Morocco at a opium den, I think they call it, and he's in bed with lying next to some naked woman. Really pathetic. I mean, the guy just ended up being a loser. It wasn't even, like, even at the end of the movie when he's there sitting at the table across from his father just before they got his um, son back, it's like, the guy wasn't there. Like, he was a fucking total zombie. Um, The only one I felt bad for was, I just felt bad for the whole family. I mean, I know it sounds stupid that, you know, I, I felt bad for the family, but I mean, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, the way they that John Paul Getty was depicted in this movie, the guy was a total asshole. Um, I mean, yes, he was wealthy. He was probably one of the world's richest men. But honestly, he was a complete asshole. He's a complete asshole to the people that worked for him, because they did what he was. they were told. They didn't have a mind of their own. And... His family, you figured that he would pay the ransom of his grandson, you know, um, before it got to the level it did, which was, you know, torture and, and um, yeah, mutilation. Because it's just, it's just sad, man. Like, like Christopher Plummer is a great actor, and he will go down in uh, American film as one of the greatest actors of, our, of all time. And... But, I mean, this role that he played, although it was a significant role based on true events, inspired by true events, and maybe some names were changed, you know, for for the reason that it's based on inspired events. But it was just, he was, Christopher Plummer, love him. His character, play, based on John Paul Getty, is, he's an asshole. He's a douchebag. Um, I mean... And even the kidnappers, even the, I, I mean, the kidnappers are, 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 are filth terrorists anyway, filthy terrorists. But at least one of them, even though he was part of the whole debacle that, you know, would become of John Paul Getty III. But, I mean, he tried to help him because, I mean, he just wanted the money, you know. And Michelle Williams, uh, who played his mom, Abigail Getty, she was the strongest person in that role next to Mark Wahlberg. Uh, playing Fletcher Chase, who used to work for the CIA, and you know he's more of a um, a liaison, a negotiator, you know, uh, for Mr. Getty. But he also helped Mr. Getty uh, be protected from all fronts. And like he told him at the end of the movie, "You're only alive, and you live the way you live because of me. You know, I'm your worst enemy. I'm the most." threat that you're ever going to face in this world because I gave you your bodyguards. I gave you your, your high-tech security system for your house, your residences all around the world. I did that. You know, I made you rich. And then, like, even though Jean-Paul Getty loved his grandson, you could see he loved his grandson in, when he was younger, but, I mean, he's your blood. He's your flesh and blood. And, and like I made in my notes here, like Jean-Paul Getty, like he's a ruthless, devious, corrupt, unscrupulous person willing to pay $1.2 million 
for a painting, but not 17 million for his grandson. Not even when it was dropped to 7 million when it was offered and then reduced to 4. Like the kidnappers, and, and that's the thing, like if you're rich and wealthy, I get it. You don't want to waste your money. You don't want to spend all that money. But at the same time, this is your flesh and blood. And if you have no decency, no compassion, no love, no kindness, no gentleness in your body, like not in, an ounce of it in your body, you have no heart, man. Like he was a heartless prick. And I think one of the lines in the movie, if I can remember it, I don't think I wrote it in my notes because I thought I'd remember it out the top of my head. So it, it, it's like when Mark Wahlberg asked um, Getty, he said, what's it going to take? What's it going to take for you to pay this ransom, right? Like, how much money do you need? And at the time, the embargo was put on oil, and he was literally making money, hand over fist. He was making so much money. He was, like, making more money than most people were at that time. Okay, but he's saying, well, what if the embargo gets lifted? Well, what am I caught with my pants down? I have to answer to, to, to the business world. Like, I'm like, dude. You're fucking wealthy. Like, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, and he goes, more. More money is what you want. Like, Jesus Christ, are you fucking kidding me? Is that what rich people are about? Like, they have so much money. Like, and then there's another line that, that he said in the film when he's been interviewed. And he goes, and, and he said, well, if I'm, yeah, it's recorded that you're the most wealthiest man to ever live. And he said, well, if you can count your money, that, doesn't, that means you're not rich. Because if you can count and, and amass a fortune and know exactly how much you're worth, that's not being rich. Like, this guy was a complete douche. I mean, yes, it is like people for investments, they may have money to invest. Awesome. Go big or go home is another phrase people use. Or go to the bank and get money. And then don't use your own money. Use a bank's money. Make your investments, make your fortune in whatever business you want. And, you know, but I'm like, but I mean, when you get to that level of wealth, like, I don't think I'll ever amass that. I'm, I'm 50 years old. And if I haven't reached that amass of wealth yet, I don't think it's ever going to happen. But, excuse me, but I'm, I'm really wondering, like, how much money do rich people need? I mean, there's wealthy people out there right now, like Jeff Bezos. Who, who, who is the creator of Amazon. He's probably the world's wealthiest man. There's a list of top 50, 100, who are millionaires, billionaires. Like, how much money is enough? Like, you know, like, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad, man. Like, I felt bad for, for this family because they had to put up with the old man with the fucking money and they, he wouldn't pay. And it's like... You know, then he's saying to, to Mark Wahlberg, oh, I love my family. I love them. I love my grandchildren. I love my family. Like, no, you don't. You're a fucking selfish old bastard. You know, and when he died, I didn't feel bad that he died. I was glad he was dead. Because they didn't have to put up with him anymore. And then, what's even worse, is that his own son, um, Paul Getty II, couldn't use a fucking zombie because he was an alcoholic and a junkie. And he looked like a fucking homeless person in a suit. You know, like they say, if, you, if a pig wears a dress, still a pig. You put makeup on a pig, still a pig. This guy was still a junkie. It's a fucking useless, useless pestle on a 
fucking human body. Like he's just, he's useless. You know, father decided to give him a job when he was younger and they went to Rome to, and he told him he'd be the executive vice president in charge of the European division for Getty Oil. And the guy fucked that up. Like, how do you fuck that up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing, like wealthy people with their kids. Like, I don't know many wealthy people, so I don't know how they raise their kids. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I just feel bad for, because you figure that, or I figure that rich people don't have any problems, or they don't have any problems, like third world countries have problems. They have first world problems. And, and that's so sad, man. Like, these people still have problems, and they're rich. And even with all that money in the world, and then the, 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 the um, executive board that worked for Getty when he passed away in 76, um, he, they said, oh, well, you know, the king is dead, the throne is vacant, your children, like, they're talking to um, Abigail, Abigail Getty now, um, and they said, oh, and Mrs. Getty, your, your children are the heirs to the empire. So I'm like, now they're going to need her help? So she just sold everything, all the arts and that. Like they, yeah, and they donated most of his fortune to humanitarian efforts, which is enough respect. I knew that's what's going to happen. I think Mark Wahlberg did a great job too. Um, I think for me, this is probably Mark Wahlberg's best roles, greatest roles. Um, it was a different side of Mark that I've seen um, in his films because he's more of an action guy and punching and kicking and fighting and all that. And, you know, so I, I appreciated to see that that role from Mark Wahlberg. I, I, I mean, my opinion don't mean nothing. I'm, I'm just trying to be honest here. And I think that was probably one of his best roles. Um, and Michelle Williams did a remarkable job as well um, at playing Abigail Getty, who wasn't even considered a Getty from Sean Paul Getty himself. But that being said, I know I know what that's like because my mother told me that too. When, when um, my grandfather, my father's father, my grandfather, he, he would always call my mother Mrs. Foote. She was never, it's like, yeah, my mother married your son. So, and you have a grandson, but yet you call her Mrs. Foot. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if like, except for the money and the power and the business that they were in. But I mean, as far as family goes, I mean, I can see some relations for myself in this movie. Um, and I'm not going to get into any deeper details in that. I'll just keep it at those two references I made earlier. Um, but... It just saddened me that the only strong-willed person there was the mom who wanted her son back. That was it. And even when, even when her husband, Paul Getty II, was um, a junkie and he was just hooked on drugs and it was his son that found him in Morocco. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? And then when Paul Getty um, Sr., the asshole, the old man, he wanted all the children, all her children, in his custody. She would lose full custody. And she goes, no, I don't want anything from you. I don't, I don't want anything from you. I don't want no alimony from you. I just want my son. I just want Paul. And that was it. And she got Paul. And then at the end of the movie, for him to even give her the money, because he found a, a way that, you know, a million dollars was only the American tax 
that he could uh, tax haven. Let me see if I can get this here so I don't misquote myself. But the tax, yeah, yeah, so the tax, the tax deductible, yeah, was for a million only, U.S. So he was willing to loan her that. And then in payment, right, she, he wanted full custody of all her children, yeah, including Paul. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's a total douche. He's a total fucking douche. And, I mean, like I said, when I saw him, like, stagger out of bed and then walk down the hall and then he eventually collapse in a chair and pass out and pass away, I was like, yeah, that fucker should die. He should die with all the money in the world and nothing could save him. Nothing. You know, his, his grandson had to get mutilated for him to actually pay the ransom. When he could have just paid the 17 million and be done with it. You know what his excuse was to the media? Well, I have 14 grandchildren in total. And that means I would have to be prepared to have them, you know, to hear that they've been kidnapped. Then where would I be? I would have to pay 14 different ransoms after I get my grandson Paul back. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? This guy is the total definition of an asshole. You look up asshole, douchebag, you know irreputable, vicious, ruthless, all those things. His picture is there. John Paul Getty. Like, this guy's a jerk. Um, and then, you know, it's sad, man. It's so fucking sad. Like, but, you know, it, it all, uh, unfortunately, they, they severed his ear um, and sent it to the media. And, of course, with a picture of Paul with, with his the right side of his ear, his right ear, separate. And I mean, that kid went through so much, so much pain and so much agony and so much like loss, man. For all those years, he was kidnapped. And at first they thought they were like, he would joke about it with his friends and say, oh, you know, what if I was kidnapped? You know, and I wonder if my family would pay the ransom, you know. Um, and of course, when his mother heard he was kidnapped, she thought it was a joke. So that reference was made up in the, made aware in the movie as well that you know it was a joke but it wasn't a joke it was serious because even the people that kidnapped him that although the police came down on them and killed him um it was too late because uh Cinquerta, he you know sold he he sold paul to this other organization criminal organization and yeah, and those guys are more vicious. So, um, but it, I mean, he got back safely to the U.S. He's, you know, got back. And, and I mean, this, his story is one that, yeah, of course, when you're wealthy or rich, you're going to be, um, got to be very careful. You need bodyguards. You need trusted people around you. You need to be aware of who your friends are and don't be so naive. And, and I think that goes for all people. Um, to be aware of who you meet and don't be so friendly, don't be so naive, don't be so dumb and stupid. Be aware, um, be on your guard, put up a wall between you and that person um, and, and just be careful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this movie. Um, Christopher Plummer, top-notch performance as always. Michelle Williams, probably the best movie I've seen her in uh, in a while. Um, uh, Mark Wahlberg as well. Exceptional cast. Uh, solid performances. Um, really Scott directed it. V beautiful. 
Beautifully. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping that, um, you know, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with, with, um, I mean, I don't have a problem with this movie. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Um, it just makes me realize that rich people, especially wealthy people, they just, I mean, the guy's not the U.S. government where we do not negotiate with terrorists. I mean, this is your flesh and blood. Um, but it's like, you know, you, this is your flesh and blood and you should take care of each other as a family. If you say you're a family, act like it, behave like one, you know. Um, yeah, I think I've covered everything. Um, performances were solid. Production was on point. The direction was like flawless, streamlined, everything. Um, the story is based on true events. So I believe Ridley Scott did an exceptional job. Um, yeah, so, and and uh, and all the um, cast members did too. And it's like, yeah, man, it just saddens me that the more wealthier you are, the more money you want. And then you forget where you came from and you forget you have a family and you get neglectful and you just suck. You just suck. Um, I'm not going to delve into any of the wealthy people that are still around and still alive and make the top 10, top 50 or whatever, but it doesn't matter, man. I'll never meet those people. Um, you know what? I honestly, I don't want to meet those people. I've met... I've worked for a millionaire and I've worked for a billionaire um, since I've been working for the last, what, over 30 years of my life. So, and, you know, they were nice to me, surprisingly. They weren't like, you know, don't touch me, be standoffish. I mean, I still have respect for my two bosses, who they were, my bosses. And, and, I, and I have the utmost respect for them, although they've passed on now, but... I've always had respect and I like them very much. Um, and I've, I've been to um, birthday parties um, for, for, the, for the billionaire and uh, you know, I had to get a tuxedo. I remember that party and it was for his birthday party. And yeah, it was just like, they're normal people. They're normal people. They put their pants on one leg at a time. They dress up, they go to work, they make their money. They just happen to have a better education, um, you know, better lifestyle. But it's like I've been in a room with billionaires, millionaires, you know, their accountants and stuff like that, their business partners and stuff like that. And and uh, they look normal to me, man. Like I've never had a problem with wealthy people. Um, I, I mean, if a celebrity passed me on the road, I probably wouldn't even recognize them, you know, um, unless I was really looking at them and knowing where I was and then say, oh yeah, I'm expected to see this person here or whatever. But I don't know, to me, wealthy people are just regular people, man. They just have a, like I said, better education, better lifestyle, um, maybe, maybe a better upbringing and they make their money and they, you know, but they're just regular people. You know, they, we all live, we're all born, we all live, we all die, you know? So, and even if you're worth 90 billion or you're worth 20 billion, or you're worth 20 million, or 90 million, or 100 million. It doesn't matter, man. We, we're born, we bleed, we live, we die. It's part of life, right? So, 
<clears throat> and sometimes not even all the money in the world can help you. Um, anyways, that's it for me. I'm just going to wrap it up now. It's um, been talking for a while about this. But um, yeah, I just wanted to get my honest opinion out there with this movie. I enjoyed it very much. And um, I hope if, you know, it's been two years since this was out. And I'm finally watching it now. So, um, yeah. So... Um, check it out. And I think there's a TV show called Trust. So based on the Gettys. So you can watch that too. Um, yeah. So. Alright guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I hope you uh, check out this movie. Check out my podcast. And talk to you again later. Alright. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great week. Love you guys. Um, Talk to you later. Peace.